This podcast was recorded on September 14th, 2017. And now, two guys so stupid they take their family to the dog park and tell them it's the zoo. It's Barry and Dave. Get ready to put the lotion in the basket. Hey, Davey. Hi, Bear. How are ya? I'm good, Bear. How are you? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. Another day, another dollar. Another day, Santa another two. dollar. You know, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Sunny out. It's it. Well, it's it. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. And man, I the smoke from all the fires here in BC has gone. So far, it's yeah. not over with. Yeah. Well, it's not over, but right now there is nothing. I'm telling you, last night I went outside at uh, you know eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. My God, it was so clear. The stars were beautiful. The moon was insanely bright. Even being just like a quarter moon. I'm hoping this is the end. Like, this is the beginning of... This is the end. Oh, the end of the fires, but the beginning of the fall. My friend, the oh, end. Wow. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, Yeah, no, I hope so. I hope there's an end to it, because we've had a summer full of smoke yeah, we, here in BC. Well, you know, it's been a nice summer, and, you know, a lot of people have really suffered. Yeah. We feel bad Huge for them. amount of people have suffered. Course of nature. Poop happens. It does. I mean, we've, we've been getting beat down in North America. Well, we got hurricanes, we got yeah, fires. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Pretty we got crazy. Justin Trudeau. We're just getting beat yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> wow. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, the, you know, the hurricanes and stuff, it's a price for living in paradise. You know, I've got a cousin that lives down in Tortuga or whatever in the British Virgin Islands yeah. and Thankfully, their house is okay. They're safe. Everything's okay. But it's going insanely crazy down there. It's like martial law now. And yeah, that's why you want to own a gun. When when stuff goes wrong oh, in the environment, guns, yeah. you want to make sure you have a gun. Well, that's kind of how it started. I guess they were saying that, that uh, you know everybody was lined up at a gas station to get gas for their cars mm. and stuff. Some guy pulled up on a motorcycle, went right in front of everybody, and pulled right up to fuel. Yeah, Everybody was like, whoa, hey, yo, yo, you can't do that, man. Wait your turn. He pulled out a gun and said, how about now? Uh, go ahead and fuel. Yeah. You know, and then everything went to hell. After money that, means nothing when you have a gun. In your pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, they said that about New Orleans there when it flooded that like yeah, people literally bad. would just go into your house and go yeah, nuts. And but it, they didn't go in the house with the shotgun pointed at them. It's just nuts, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not for guns. I don't. I'm not like don't let me say I'm oh, for guns, guns are great. but they guns are. are great. They need to be around at certain points. I think so. Right? Yeah, I, I hope. think so. I don't know. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like. It's them. a scary world when that stuff goes down, man. You really know people's true colors. Yeah, when sometimes. they're when they're in that stressful kind of a situation, it's right? Scary enough. That's true. Yeah. It happens. Well, yeah. Well, hopefully Stuff God's going to forgive us for voting in Trump and, and yeah. ease up a bit. Well, you never know, right? You never, never well, know. Not us when I say us. We didn't vote him in. But yeah, yeah, we, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. We have to suffer. So uh, should we should we give a, uh, a teaser? A teaser? A teaser to the listeners of oh. what, maybe not even with mentioning names, but in a few days... Yeah. Well, many days. It's twenty-two days. But who's counting? Barry is. <laughs> Apparently, um, I'm, I'm actually nervous about it all. To tell you the truth. Well, you yeah, but 
Well, I just think we'd give a little teaser about it. So Davey and yeah. I, in uh, about 22 days... We're doing a road trip. We're uh, we're going to do a road trip. Oh, I guess an air trip. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, we'll do an air trip here. Let's see if we can uh, be fancy on the fly. Yeah. No. And... Um, Nope, we can't. No. <laughs> so we'll be doing a uh, we'll be doing a trip going down to Vegas and uh, hoping to stop by a couple of car shops and stuff like that. Yeah, and have I'd... a brief little chat with a few people. We'll see how that works out, but I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I think we're going to try to hit up. Well, we're definitely going to try to hit up the Shelby factory again. Yeah, we'll definitely go by the Shelby factory, and I'd like to see if we can get somebody to say a few words. Yeah, there was. Uh, we talked to, with one of the ladies down there. She was really well informed about this Canadian uh, dude that actually owns Shelby Canada and so forth. So uh, we'll we'll come up with something. We'll get you something. Yeah, from we there. we've got some recording equipment that we're bringing with us. We're going to try to yep. do as much as we can. We'll try. There's that that place called Welder Up too that yeah. I'm super excited to go see. Yeah, and then Counts Customs. Hopefully, Counts we'll get to go Customs, see that too. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. You're Let's gonna see what happens. Yeah, we're gonna do all cars in Vegas. I mean that. Yeah, we're gonna do a lot of stuff. In Vegas, Vegas has a lot of cool cars. There'll in be it, some man. cars. Yeah. Yeah. Might uh, might there's a couple of different places that you wouldn't really think. I mean, Liberace has a little museum thing there, but the one that I really'd like to go check out is um, oh, and I'm so bad with names and I can't remember his name right now. But that crooner. Um, Which one? Uh, the you know the Vegas the All Star Vegas. Um, Oh, come on. Nothing? I, I suck at that game, Barry. You know that. <laughs> I'm the worst with names, and I just can't remember his name right From now. From the like American Restoration, that guy? No, no, no. He's a, a crooner, a singer. And everybody knows who this guy is. And anyways, he's, he's a guy who's got a really cool thing there. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know who you're talking about a, now. Oh, do you? Who's that? I think so. Who's that? I don't know. Like, he's a singer in Vegas? Yeah. The guy with the black hair? Yeah. Yeah, Wayne. Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Thank you, yeah. Sorry. He's got a really cool... You know, folks, stupid <laughs> about do. cars. And we live up to it every oh, single every day. Every day. Yeah. yeah, Wayne Newton has got a really cool car museum with some awesome cars and an airplane. He's got a... Oh. He has... And you can apparently walk into the airplane from the 70s that he had all done up inside and everything. And I'm like, that's just cool, man. That's that's how to roll, you know. I mean, that, that's when you know you've made it when you got your own plane. Yeah, yeah. When no, you know you've made it when you have your own plane that you park permanently at your own home museum. <laughs> yeah, that's like John Travolta has his own. But he has he hasn't turned it into a museum yet. No. So Travolta, you got a few ways, little ways uh, to go to make it to the Wayne Newton status. He flies his own planes too. That guy. Yeah. Oh, he? Travolta's awesome. Yeah. yeah, Travolta's crazy. He's actually flew a seven forty seven. That was like his dream. You know, when you got money, you can dream one, big. But the practicality is yeah. just because of the. See, I don't like flying. I'd buy myself a train. Exactly. I hate flying. I mean, I yeah. guess if you do it enough, you get used to it. But ah, flying, flying. So me being a mechanic, I just. Uh, I don't like flying, but I love the fact that you can essentially time travel. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, you get, get in this tin fast. can that flies through the air magically. They really don't know how airplanes work. Yes, they do. No, they 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 say lift. Of oh. course, yeah, lift. That's what it's lift. That's what makes an airplane fly. No, they don't know. Some guy strapped a jet engine onto a thing one day, and it went in the air. 
You sure it was a jet it engine? Was, I think it was a jet engine, and it just went in the air. No, yeah, it was like Orville, Orville and Wilbur Redenbacher. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's factual. I might be wrong. <laughs> I think it's pretty wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. they were like uh, flying back into Vinci's. Yeah. Didn't well, he have they, one of those flying plane say, things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. had one of those little things. They, yeah. they said it never worked, but... Look cool. Know, yeah, it's well, he had helicopter possible. things and all kinds yeah, of Yeah, yeah. But that was that helicopter. There's no way that thing was ever going no. anywhere. No. It was pretty made out of paper mache. But hey, you gotta try some before you win some, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that, that guys like that could be like a time traveler. Yeah, maybe right? they are. he went back in time and he got stuck there and he had to kind of figure out you know, oh, I remember helicopters. Well, how did the helicopter work? But the time travel kind of yeah, screws yeah. your brain up a little bit. So you know well, that you can have if to you're stay not a helicopter, this thing. And, if you're not you like know. a helicopter mechanic, you wouldn't know how a helicopter walks just the way it's just the way you see it. You wouldn't know the actual mechanism. Yeah, exactly. That make that happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. That makes all the sense. Yeah, it was just time travel. That, that was, you know, we were talking about that the, uh, yesterday, today, whatever it was, uh, with a friend that... Uh, if you could go back in time, how far back would you go and you can bring one thing, what would you bring? Bring it with you? Yeah. You can go back in time, you bring one thing and one thing only that you can take with you. You might be able to come back to the present, but you might not. I would think a plane. You're going to take an airplane? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why would you? Because <laughs> then you fly over the world and everybody like, they think you're like, in a, you think you're some like... God. Yeah, exactly. You know, that would make that's kind of a weird one. Why? Yeah. You, I don't know. Take it. You think it's something pocket size? Is that yeah, I'm thinking something for? you could actually take with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't just take an you airplane. Put in a with backpack. You. I mean, we can go with that one. That's fine. That's pretty cool. I mean, I would like. I guess a gun. You like know, if you were back, how far back are you going? <sighs> that's just it. You know, like I'm a big fan of like the 40s. Right. I yeah. like that. Like, you know that. I think I'd go back, and I, I really thought about 40s, this one. 40s, 50s, 60s. Then you know, everybody goes, back to the future. Bring the sports almanac. Yeah. Won't work. No? Because things can Won't change. Won't work, because things are going to change. Because now, all of a sudden, you're the guy that's placing all these bets. Well, the fights, the games are going to get thrown just to take your money. Yeah. Right? So I figured I'm going to go back about between 100 and 150 years, and I'm going to bring the U.S. patent handbook. Uh-huh. So I can make everything and be a god. That's a smart decision. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a good one. A little easier than a plane, because I'm sure there's a patent <laughs> in probably that book a patent for a plane. For the plane. Yeah, yeah, there you I go. Think I'm More okay. information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I want to go back before, like when you're, like, you're gonna go back to the time where you're actually riding a horseback. That'd be kind of cool. Old West. See, you'd probably be all right, but yeah, a big dude like yeah, you man, back then, man. Brom with somebody to shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, see, I don't want that because I'd get shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the one getting blasted. Yeah, man. you might have an issue. So I would stick to the 40s, just 40s, yeah, 40s, 50s. 40s and 50s. But, but where I don't want to be like a teenager. So then, where though. would you go, though? Would you, like, if you're time traveling, would you actually go to, like, Canada? Or would you go to, like, um, Europe? Or would you go to, like, because I'm assuming if you can go back in time, you can go anywhere you want no, in the world. It has to be back to the time traveling. Okay, so you have you to go, go back, back in time. So you'd have to go back you'd to Squamish. Be here in Squamish. Yeah, 1940s. Yeah. Yeah. Be a we would, maybe we'd have to take a boat to get here. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Or a train. There you go. You finally got your train. There you go. Doo-doo. No, they didn't have a train through here either for a while. No, I think in the 40s they did. Yeah, I think yeah. there's still boat then. No, it probably was still boat, yeah. 
Yeah, like Squamish is a fairly young community if yeah, you look at the whole guy. scheme yeah, of things. Yeah. Even Whistler's younger, right? Yeah, oh, the 30 some odd years. Yeah. yeah, Whistler used to be the garbage dump. Yeah. So there must have been a bit of a road. It still is. <laughs> it's just buried. <laughs> wow. It's all underground now. We don't know. Whistler. We don't know what's there. We just don't know. You will one day. Yeah, one you, day. It's, I'm, I'm amazed at what's going to happen when all that snow melts and what that's going to leave oh, behind. What snow? Where? On the mountains. Oh, the mountain snow? There's, yeah. There's no snow there. It's like like now we're drinking like glacier water from like yeah. when? Like way back when. Way back when. It's true. Long time. It's true. It's true. Long time ago. Sweet. No, well, I, I, you know, maybe we should uh, Talk think about, about cars. cars. Let's do that. Yeah, that's kind we of. Can, I I want to talk about NAFTA today. Oh, I know it's kind of that cloud hanging over us, but I mean it's going to impact us yeah. whether it goes through or doesn't. You you said you liked to do it the other day, and I I thought I took a little look and just you know to. Well, it's complicated. Like just to find basic answers about NAFTA. Well, the is biggest tough, the biggest problem is is that they're just starting to talk about negotiating. There's nothing right now on the table. No, the no. biggest thing they've talked about two things is one is changing the percentage of a product but i looked into that one and it's impossible to figure out because yeah. it i mean you know canadian stuff going to the states has american parts already in it that we've imported oh, it's you know, back man. and forth so it's and then the other one is a 20 percent tax so even that's the worst case scenario. What do you mean twenty percent tax? Twenty twenty percent, just a twenty percent tax on right everything that goes, on everything going back from and forth. Canada. So they showed the stats and stuff, um, uh, including all all the manufacturers and everything. Um, the the niftiest one was uh, Tesla, um, because Tesla would be a zero dollar increase. Um, zero is Tesla actually built in the states though. Well. Apparently, yeah, but I mean, we're talking about affecting Canada. Because where's Elon know? Musk from? Uh, He's not a uh, no. I don't know California, Sweden, or something, or something like isn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, somewhere thereabouts. And I'm ruffling through papers here. Yeah, so Ford, uh, you're looking at like a two hundred and eighty-two dollar increase, and then it starts going up, and uh, you know, eventually they get up pretty pretty high where things like Volkswagens, the average cost of a Volkswagen will go up about 7,000. Mitsubishi. That's if they 6, get what 000. they want. Is that, is that if what That's, Trump gets? That, what he no, wants? No, Trump doesn't. Nobody knows what he wants. Well, he, he just said, wants to renegotiate it. The state says that they want an 80% car built. Like, I think it's somewhere around 80% where they... No, no, no. See, that they've talked about that. That's having the, the total product has to be 80% American. Oh, well, not American, Canadian, or Mexican. Yeah. So... I, the, you right know, now it's 62%, huge, right? 62.5? Right 62.5%. Yeah. Which, how comes up with that number? <laughs> well, that was just the number they came up with, you know? Uh, Do we I have an electronic sector in, in North America? Like, because everything I know comes from Asia as far as computers, anything with any kind of... Uh, yeah, there's like tons. modules. Yeah, like, there's tons. Yeah, a lot, a lot, you know. But that's the thing. It should be sort of this free trade. I mean, and, and the biggest problem with it is, and I think the Trump's problem is the the Mexico factor. Well, you can't automotive compete. industry in Mexico is retardedly huge. 
um, some little stats like auto investment in Mexico since 2010. There's been $24 billion invested in the auto industry. That's huge. Uh, new assembly plants, they've had nine new plants in the last five years. U.S. has had two, Canada has none. I mean, honestly, I think Canada gets hurt the most. I think Canada With gets the hurt present the deal. most too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, vehicle sales, 83% are U.S., Canada is 9%, and Mexico is not far behind at 8%. Yeah. So I can understand that U.S. thinks, well, we want more, we want more. I mean, 83% of the vehicles go to the U.S. So, you know, um, Mexico has 45% of all the uh, North American auto jobs. The States is 49%. Canada, 6%. Wasn't um, it like I was? Didn't we do a thing where the Toyota Sienna van was like the only vehicle actually all made in the states? Like an Asian company oh, had yeah, the only vehicle. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was something, something like, like that. that yeah, because yeah. they're not. I mean, no. They, yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy that Trump can actually think he can build a complete car through the states and compete with prices. I don't know. Th- I don't think he does. I mean, there's sixty two and a half percent right now. Here's the problem. He wants eighty percent. I get he want well the states wants eighty percent. Canada from, from sixty two to eighty. Canada just wants to change the environmental laws. Is what I this is what I've read. Like Canada wants to make stricter environmental laws on the auto industry in Mexico because they feel that they can't compete because they're on a different environmental impact law, right? Right, right. So not just the wage increase, not just the wage difference in, in employees from Mexico to Canada to the states, but also the fact that they don't have all these fines for producing pollution. Like we do yeah. in the states in Canada, yeah. right? You're not going to ever be able to solve that problem. You never. I knew it, it's because never because of because of India and China. No, I mean free trade doesn't you know, exist. No, it doesn't. It, it's just not going to. Ha- I mean, well, it does. It's. I mean, it's reasonable free trade. What's well, quality they have of life? To do, they have to have something. I mean, all the you know they have to have something to control it. Otherwise, everything's going to be made in China or Mexico, and we will not make anything. And we're kind of going that way. At least that's the way it looks. But yeah, realistically, um, exports, Canadian automotive exports, that's cars and parts and everything. Yeah. Uh, last year, 2016, was an $84 billion industry a huge, year. Huge, massive. 78 the year before. And if we go back to 2009, it was 40. So to say it's not working, well, it is kind of working. I mean, we're growing, you know. You got to remember that uh, uh, the average vehicle for an American is 11 years old, right? So it well, still hasn't recuperated since the uh, I mean, you, you, the, the recession. Americans and Canadians aren't going to go to work for four bucks an hour. We can't live in our country for four bucks an hour, No, right? You're, that's no. below poverty, right? Like, well, but it's, but it's yeah. But, but it's, in Mexico, you can Right? Like, well, yeah. But that's, and that's what happens. It's cheaper in Mexico. But my, the thing with my, and, and this, in the auto industry, I mean, you look at Elon Musk, right? Yeah. Like he's, those cars are built by computers. They have an engineer running the whole factory. They still right? have a lot of employees. But not compared to like back yeah. in the day, like he thinks he's going to bring a million jobs or whatever. That's yeah. bull. Because when they build oh, yeah, those yeah, new factories, yeah. it's all automated now. It's all automated. You have engineers, you have educated people, not necessarily your Joe Blow off the street yep. working in these in these manufacturing plants. Yep. It, yep. It's engineers Absolutely. now. 
that program the robots. Yeah. Not they don't even work on the cars. <laughs> no, they're the, there. But there's still people that work and and there's a few hands on. But there's a lot shipping. Of I'm small, sure shipping. Yeah, it's a lot of small jobs with the cars being built that have to be still done by a person. I just don't want people to think that that if you start building cars in the states and Canada, it's going to create so many new jobs. No, because you you in your mindset you have back in the day the old assembly plant thing. It's not that kind of assembly no, plant oh anymore. God no. It's so computerized. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty crazy, and and with the free trade thing to figure it out. Yes, something has to be done. I'll agree, but there's so much. Like, I, I, an example is Canadian automotive components shipped to the U.S. already have an average of twenty eight percent American content in the part. So now they want to talk this 80% garbage. I'm, well, how are you going to figure that out? Well, I don't and know how they figure it out in the first place. of the car? Is it, eight, you know? Like, so does that mean, so like, much. the, the metal just, they use in the parts have to be Canadian metal and American metal? Because what if you got, like, all the metal for but your... the metal just goes back and forth across the border. And is it by weight, by volume? Like I don't, so it, if, I make a, if I make a window motor... Yeah. Then if I make the armature for the motor, which is steel, but the rest of the parts are all plastic, so does that mean that the steel, because it's the heaviest part, counts for eighty percent? And it's such a it's such a it's nightmare. Tr- yeah, I don't know how. They, yeah, no. So I, you know, and they've been there's I ways hear around everybody's it. argument, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's stupid. Yeah, you're right. It, we shouldn't do this. We have to do it. I mean, I think the biggest benefit is the auto industry. Is benefiting from the cheap labor, right? Because they can make more money in their yeah. cars. Well, that's the other thing that. Do you think if they like, there's no if if all of a sudden automotives are say they're building Tahoes in the states, right? Yeah. And then they and they're in the Tahoe right now is say sixty grand to buy, right? Yeah. They moved it down to Mexico to make it cheaper to build because labor and environmental laws are down yeah. in Mexico. So now, right. now this car is still it now it costs say so in the states it costs forty thousand to build, right? That is one of Trump's things that he said. Yeah. Yeah, that there's too many ways for private businesses to capitalize off this, and that do capitalize off of it that shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. So, I mean, the the, the employees that they're still going to sell that Tahoe for seventy grand, even though it costs them less to build. Yeah, but that's also a speech to the American people and politics and garbage that I don't even. No, I mean there there is some truth to it though, right? Like. Yeah, no, there's definitely, there's something. There's I mean, I think be. out of all three countries involved in NAFTA, Canada gets hammered the most. Like we were saying no, we were saying the other I, day about I, like the hydro, like we, in Canada, we produce hydro yeah. and we sell it cheaper to the States well, than we got, actually sell it to our own well, people. We've got no backbone. That's what it comes down to. I, we just, I mean, just tough up. Hey, sorry, bucko, you're paying up. Well, we're only going to pay you this much. Well, then you're not getting it. Yeah. Go somewhere else. I don't care. Yeah. You know, take care of the Canadian people first. And then when you have a surplus of natural resources and all this jazz, well, then well, that, uh, do what you want with it. crazy that we live in one of the countries that have, you know, a surplus of resources. Oh, we're and we pay the central. most for all of it. We I pay know. more water, for electricity, more for water, gas and diesel than it's any other insane. country. It's in crazy. Yeah. No, and it all comes from insane. us. It does. Yeah, which is is insanely, yeah. insanely. Nope. I, I crazy. still, I can never quite fathom, you know, all these pipelines and stuff that are slowly getting stopped. All the, you know, yeah. I don't. Okay, so we're gonna take our oil, 
and paid for a pipeline to go, or somebody's going to put a pipeline across half the bloody country so we can send millions and millions of barrels. I don't, why? Well, we've got the oil. Let's make the gas and sell them the gasoline. I mean, it's refined. It takes more oil to make smaller quantities of gasoline. So let's make the gasoline, and we don't need a big pipeline. We need a couple of trucks now to send this stuff over. Why are we giving away this profit? I don't understand as a country. Uh, it, I digress. I mean, we're not in that business. So I can't. I no, mean, no, I, but I it can, just ruffles I can my speculate feathers. on what I think it can be and all that stuff. But I, you know, I, and it, it, you know what? I'll, I have to add the the whole pipeline and all that garbage, shipping containers, shipping barges and oil tankers. And, you know, we always hear of all these accidents happen. Quite simply, the government has to say, yeah, you want to put a pipeline? Put the pipeline. You're paying for it. You're giving us a percentage of your sales. And if there is any damage, any leak, any spill, environmental catastrophe, anything, you are one hundred and ten percent, a hundred, absolutely well, responsible anyways, for everything. No, absolutely not. Oh, we got insurance that'll cover that. You know, uh, well, we've got. Yeah, we just had a leak, but it's not in any of the water table right now, so we're just going to leave that big pile of crude oil sitting there. It'll it'll be absorbed into that the means, earth. That means the billionaires the have to give Valdez, up. These you go up to the spill from the Exxon, and it still smells like oil there. That's not one hundred and ten percent clean. And Exxon would have to, in my world, in Berryland, you sell everything you own to pay for this cleanup. Everything yeah. you want you. You want to take that risk? Guess what? If I have a small, if I got a trucking company, if I own my own truck and I roll up and down the road, and I just saw the other day down in the city by Burnaby, um, a truck, somebody hit a piece of metal that was on the road, flipped up, hit his fuel tank, and he had about 200 liters or, or whatever yeah, yeah. of fuel spill out onto the highway. Yeah. He's responsible for that. Okay, he's going to go to insurance and there's going to be lawsuits and it's going to be a big, big expense to that guy or that company. I'm sure of it. That's the way it happens. I think that has got to be under ICBC if he hits something on the road. But it should be under the company that has the problem. The The big business gets away with it. They do. We don't. Big business does. They don't have to be responsible. I mean, you look at, it's no different. Like, I mean, I I don't know what your view on this is, but... I mean, if you're profiting from wrecking stuff, or, or, yeah. then you should have you'd have to pay to fix it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So you look at like weapons, like missiles, yeah, and stuff like that. Companies that show record profits during wartime should have to pay some of that profit back yeah. to restabilizing that country. Yeah, right. I think so. Like, sure, I'll agree with that. You got all these refugees, right? Yeah, the companies that are yeah. displacing them from profiting from war should have to pay for that. They should, yeah. And that's just that's being accountable for what you do, but that doesn't happen in big business. No, it's all about money. And money, I, money, money, money. Exactly, money. Exactly. And we get to, like I said the other day about electric cars. There, right? How they're, you know, everybody's going electric. Like Volvo's two twenty, they're two thousand and twenty. They're going full electric and hybrid. So are they going full electric and hybrid? Yes. <laughs> That's what they're saying, though. That's how it sounds, because they're making people think that they're not going to... Are they making every model available? Electric or hybrid. Hmm. Yeah, you won't be able to buy just a gas motor from Volvo in 220. That's what they're saying. Okay, good. You know? Cool. So we're going... going, I've heard a lot of of car car companies say that. We're going electric, right? 
we don't, it's so dumb. And you know what? And I don't blame them for saying, let's do it. We don't have the technology. We do not have the I mean, technology. We don't know that because we're not tech yeah, we do. guys. We do. On the surface, it would be out there. I mean, yeah. Because if you could, if you could take your Tesla, your Volvo, whatever electric uh, piece of garbage you have, and drive down the road, okay, we're about to be out of energy, whatever it's gas, diesel, or electricity. You're going to be out. I pull in, plug in. Five minutes later, I'm full, and I can go. Then we've got the technology figured out. But we don't even have power generation figured out right now. Right? So it just it makes no sense. They're working on it, though. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I don't know the technology. I they're know working that, on it, but we need to figure it out. So stop with all this electric crap. You don't know how to do it. So stop. I mean, California, this big Tesla home, blah, blah, blah. It's coal. They're using coal. To, to power things. Like, okay, so your Tesla is powered by coal and nuclear. And then, yes, there's a little bit of wind and, and hydro. I You know, we've got some good stuff. So I don't, we're not there. We don't well, have I, it I figured mean, out. The, the point, my, my funniest thing is, like, I just think it's funny that people think, oh, you know, they're going to buy a green car because they're going electric. Yeah. You still mine lithium, right? Like you still yeah. mine oh, yeah. for lithium. It's, no, you still rip up the earth. And, yeah. And there's, you know, they're right there's now, an environmental worse impact for the environment. Don't kid yourself. I you, if you if you have an electric car and you like that you don't have to go to the gas station, good for you. I don't care. See, the, you're the not thing, doing anything for anybody. Well, they are cuz the CO2 is a big thing, right? Like you're not producing CO2 in an electric car. Oh, so, that's so where's the... Okay, so they're not pressing, we're they're driving. Not producing CO2 in an electric car. Okay, the manufacturing process created a lot of that. I get it. The coal furnaces that are powering your vehicle do. So, But they don't do it on the level of a gas-burning car. They yeah. don't... Electric cars... So that's their neither, argument, Barry. Neither, Whether, but neither does a diesel. Yeah, well, diesel... Yeah. yeah, they got knocks. They got their own yeah. issues. They're smog issues. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying. Yeah, no, and they're gonna kill the diesel. You like know, they're going I, out. They're cart. The China car, said they're I, gonna be no CO2 more. CO2 is, is is it's cockamamie. Yeah. Okay, sure, it produces no CO2 in the car as you're driving. Yeah, the rest of it, and for those that can afford, first of all, one great. Yeah, for those that can afford to. Only ever drive two, three hundred kilometers. Great. Like I'm saying, you want one, get one. It's cool. Yeah. That interior in the Tesla, it's awesome. But don't tell me you're doing it because you're green for the world. Yeah, no, that's, we don't we have know the that. technology yet. That's all. I, I can't fault people for trying to be better at their, their environmental oh, imprint, right? But yeah, I mean, I don't, I I, I'm, I'm a skeptic. All. I mean, I, I, I'm still hydrogen, like the hydrogen fuel cell to me. Yeah, they got to get it figured out, and they—I I think they I just got an email out. the other day about one yeah. that is close. And they're like, "You, you click here now. You can, you can have the pat or whatever." Right? Oh like, yeah, blah blah blah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, you Do know, you, I mean, a hydrogen fuel—the the fuel cell—they figured out this graphene. Somebody's got to take it. Elon Musk wants to impress me. He's got the money and the clout to be able to bring some incredible new technology to the street. Does he not know? care about what the oil industry and everybody else has to say. He's taken 
your typical, his batteries are the same batteries I just put into my keyboard here. They're little lithium, they're little tiny batteries, and they're all stacked up to make it last a real long time. There's nothing new about it. We were driving electric cars before we were driving gas cars. We were. Right? It's nothing new. Well, trolleys. Novel concept of him bringing this and doing it and everything. He did that first little Lotus when he made an electric motor and made it go fast. That was the Tesla. Everybody was like, oh, my God, that's just amazing. Well, of course it is. That's the way, I mean, it's an electric motor. It makes sense, you know? So, but he went with it. Love it. Awesome. We just don't have the technology. So he's the kind of guy that could bring that technology out that could go against everybody. But then he'd probably end up dead. What happened with all those hydrogen buses? What happened with everything? I don't want to be a conspiracy theory guy, but... Well, they kill it. I mean, there's proof that corporations' greed can trump environmental technologies. Uh, You said Trump. Well, that's just it. The corporate greed can overpower. I mean, GM and Standard Oil had a lawsuit against them because they went up and bought all the electric trolleys up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, threw yeah. them in the garbage and put in all gas, monopolized the market. They were actually fined for monopolizing the yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. Paid the bill. Now all the Move buses along. are gas. Yep. Right? Like, they, they, they do it. And they're going to do it. Yeah. And that's why they're not developing calls like hydrogen cars. Because if you can run your car on water, yeah, yeah. they can't charge for it. Why would they ever do it? Yeah. You're talking like you think the government backs you, not, not the corporations. That's you not our world. Think, no. That's not our world, man. It's capitalism, buddy. Listen, they don't represent us. They reparate corporations. Yeah. The everyday man has no representation. Yeah. They don't. No, they don't. I agree. Because we wouldn't be seeing stuff like this. Yeah, no doubt. Like you said, if we were really cared about our environment, we'd be driving 30 horsepower cars, right? That's what would it be. Yeah. But it's not. It's about making money and trying to save the environment the best we can, but making profit. Yeah. I I mean, you know my argument. I just don't get, like, we have this argument. Um, obviously, I'm in automotive business. I mark up my parts when I sell them to people because we have to. What? Yeah. It's part of boat doing but business. Yeah. You make money off people when they bring their cars in to get fixed? I know. I got I to gotta feed my kids. But oh anyways. Lord. Like, so how much is too much? Right? Like, how much profit off? So if I'm selling a part for $40, yeah. how much is it reasonably for me to sell that? And their answer will be whatever market seven cents, whatever market value seven cents can hold, Dave, whatever people cents. are willing to pay. That's the that's, seven cents. It's not. Yeah, that's what it should be. That's the most. You that's should the markup. Make. Yeah, seven cents. What do you think is fair though? Um, I mean, how do you answer that? I mean, you standard going right. You know, you get a discount, and it's, it it doesn't really work this way completely, but it should. The discount that you get for buying your cars, your parts, that's what I pay. I pay your discount. So you end up, you know, if I walk into the auto parts store and say, hey, can I get this kit dollar valve? The guy says, sure, it's $133. When you call them, they're going to say, yeah, Dave, it's $78. You sell it for $130 whatever dollars. That's, you know. I just think that, you know, we don't do it. But I think in a lot of corporation business, big business, they try to take every little last bit of profit they can, whether it's fair or not, right? Like the other day they were saying that they had- Oh, come on. The new iPhone is only like a gazillion dollars. What are you talking about? But Canada, 
you know, you have to get uh, some treat cancer treatments you have to pay for, right? Yeah. Yet they give out free drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you can go get your own fentanyl yeah, shots and yeah, heroin. And, and heroin. Like, how is yeah, that? It's unbelievable. It's it's, it's a weird, weird. I mean, and I'm not for it against any of that. Like, I have no. But to me, it's just yeah. there's something wrong about it. It's I'm, awful. It's crazy. Yeah. But that's not car talk. That's not car talk. Let's talk about so, that. So uh, cars, um, you know, a bunch of, bunch of cars, they always get redesigned and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So I, I happen to uh, find a few deals, the best offers on soon-to-be-redesigned models. <laughs> um, and you can find some pretty big savings. Um, Volkswagen is looking to redo the Tiguan Highline. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's kind of a cool, cool buggy. Um, so, you, you know, you're looking right now at... Uh, what about three, four, forty-five hundred bucks, fifty-five hundred dollars off? You if know, you buy a Tiguan. If, if you buy a Tiguan Highline now, because they're going to redo them, so they're trying to let's get these old ones out of here, get them gone. Well, Volkswagen does that. You know? like, in Canada, they'll sell a two thousand and eight Golf City. Yeah. Okay, that is a it, it never, never the city brand was never in the states. So what Volkswagen did is take all their old inventory yeah. and put it in a 2008. Oh, yeah. And so it, yeah. it's crazy because we can't find some... Re- it has, we have to register it like in our all data or whenever we're looking at parts. Right. It has to yeah, be registered yeah. as a 2004. Oh, I got you. Because they don't, Canada doesn't do that, do that conversion. Right. But yeah, they do it all the time. They, they reinvent models and nice. leftover stock. Nice. They got to do something with it, right? Cool. The Tiguan, I'm Tiguan, not a big fan yeah. of. No, uh, GMC SLT Terrain. They're looking to redo that, so uh, there's some pretty good deals out there on those. The Tiguan there, we just had a customer have one of those. Toyota Camry. We did, we did an oil change on it, and she drives to Kamloops, and she's leaking fuel out of it Yeah. by the time she gets to Kamloops. And she takes it to a shop, and they're like, the high-pressure pump stripped out the bolts because somebody torqued them wrong. And we're okay. like, yeah, okay, that doesn't really happen. But Because like, yeah. <laughs> the high-pressure pump, unless you have it, had it off, yeah. why would those bolts, you know? Right. And anyway, so it turns out she took it to another shop because she just didn't really trust the shop, so she ended up taking the Volkswagen. Well, in that Tiguan, the fuel pump, the, the there's little, the fuel pump's turned by the camshaft. Right. And then it had this little guide. Well, that blew apart and shot the fuel pump off the engine and stripped the bolts out. Oh, Jesus. Like, that's like, crazy. Like High-pressure. That's a Tiguan. That's a two-liter. So if you're riding those two-liter Tiguans, just be careful. Yeah, there you Make go. sure you use the right oil. Yeah. That's, Make sure uh, of it. Yeah. So these ones, are uh, Oh, I don't even remember. What's that? What uh, what options this uh, Tiguan is? Yeah, they're all the all the two liters, right? Yeah, they're all two liters. They're pretty good, little economical. Uh, it's not a one. bad thing, but they no. do. I mean, it's like any car; they have their issues. Yeah. You're looking at financing them five hundred and seventy bucks, I think it is about a month, roughly. You know, which isn't bad. Yeah, like I said, the Toyota Camry. There's a few, uh, a few good deals that are going on out there. So, um, you know, we 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 quite often have guests. We do. We right? just haven't in a while. And uh, when we uh, when we have a guest, we ask people questions. Okay. And um, we'll, uh, you know. We, we get their answers, so I kind of put it out there, and uh, we have a, a response okay. from a fellow by the name of Roger Lawrence, who hails from Orangeville, Ontario, oh, all Ontario. the way out there east. Wow. So uh, his, his very first car 
was a, these are the questions we ask. First question would be, what was your first car? His very first car was a 1976 Pontiac Grand Prix that had no front seat. But what do you mean? the base, the front seat was gone. It was not there. He had a, the base of a kitchen chair and a cement block with a piece of steel holding the chair down. They were back then. You called them field cars, right? Where you know you were, you weren't even sixteen. You didn't even have your license, but you you bought a car and you could drive around out in the country and go pick your buddies up and you know go play, right, and stuff like that. So that's a little bit crazy. Uh, his favorite car that he ever owned was a 1978 Monte Carlo 454 SS. It, uh, he'd go probably about 50 kilometers and it'd be $20 in gas. So he'd call up three friends and say, five bucks each, let's go on a road trip. What was in that thing then for a motor? What would it be? 454. In a big block. Nice. Yeah, 454 was the SS, 78. It's a pretty cool car. I was wondering if it was like a 400 or something like that. It is like a 400 something. Yeah, no, but yeah, I thought like maybe <laughs> yeah, back yeah. in the day they made those weird engines. Yeah, especially in 78, 78, 454. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. killer. Killer, killer, awesome. Um, his current vehicle is a 2016 Ford F-150. Uh, interesting note is it's the 3.5 liter non-turbo well, V6. And he's incredibly happy with it. His mileage is really good. Power is great. The only disturbing thing was they had to disconnect that little feature that made it sound like a V8 in the car. They actually have that? Yeah, yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah. A little sound come through the speaker. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of silly. That's so silly. And the one question that uh, we've added on uh, as of recently, uh, if you could change one thing in the car world, what would it be? It might be an option that you'd wish was available on the car or a car that was never made so it didn't have to be your first car or yeah, yeah. could be anything. And uh, Roger's answer, I love Roger's answer. As I said, he was his current vehicle is the uh, mighty F-150. Yeah. And uh, he wished that, uh, that we had never shown the city boys how cool pickup trucks really are. <laughs> I thought, that's perfect. It's true. I mean, they, they, but those trucks are city trucks now. Oh, I know. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, these trucks they make are just silly. You know, absolutely silly. But I just lifted I just lifted an F-350 the other day, a four-inch um, lift kit. Nice. BDS. Good kit, man. I, it went in easy. But, man, that truck is nice. <laughs> Holy oh, smokes. Yeah, it's a very nice truck, yeah. But, man, 90 Gs were the niceness. I so much money, dude. That's why I put an engine in my truck. I wasn't spending that kind of money. So, what was your first car, Barry? My first car. I posted a picture up of the blue bomb oh, on right. uh, yeah on our social media, and my first car was a 1983 baby blue Toyota Tercel. Oh, that's right. Two door sport version. Let's ask you the same question. Lots and lots and lots of armor all all over the thing. Why? You know, because that's what you did when you were young. You made it shiny, right? And what was your favorite car? Even a 1983 Toyota Drizel? Favorite car? I can't, you can't ask me what my favorite car was. Why? <laughs> you had to name one of them. What car stands out in your mind? So 
The car that stands out in my mind as being my favorite car. That you owned. It has to be a favorite car that you owned? Yeah. Okay. Well, I remember I was in the car business of yeah. a lot of cars. But my favorite car that I've owned, you would never guess this one in a million years. The Corolla. 1987 Cutlass Cruiser Woody Wagon. Really? White That's... with wood paneling and beige interior. And I tell you what made that my most favorite car ever. Party mobile. It was the things we did with that car. The group of friends, the shenanigans. That, it's the you memories know, in the car. So it's not it's necessarily not about the, the car. car. It's the memories that I have in that car that cannot be repeated on the radio <laughs> due to legal and technical reasons. You don't want to go to jail. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, man. I mean, you know, and, and, and that's actually what I was talking to the, the Roger. And, and he said, yeah, that's 78. Yeah, it's a piece of crap. Oh, I left out the most important part. That 78 Monte Carlo SS yeah. was sea foam green. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh. But like you said, it's not the car. It's the adventure. It is. That happened inside it's the of memories. that vehicle. And that's it's what cars the memories, do. you know? Yeah. They, they, yeah, absolutely. Are, what would you change, Bear? <sighs> what would you change? You you must have some improvement. I, I honestly think you should really ask me all of these questions every time we do a show. Um, what I would change, I would have a lot fewer options on vehicles. Really? So downgrades. But of, what option? No, options of vehicles. Okay. Not on vehicles. Options of vehicles. And on, too, for that matter. Um. Hatchback, Dave. Number one hatchback. What's best? What's the best hatchback? I would need a hatchback. I'm going to buy a hatchback right now. Right now, I'm going to buy a hatchback. What hatchback GTI. am I getting? GTI. Yeah, Volkswagen GTI. Why are there any other hatchbacks out there? There is. The Civic was a hatchback. There is, but why are there? There's a thousand hatchbacks out there. Say pickup trucks, and I go for a pickup truck. I need a new pickup. There's eighteen thousand different pickups and models and everything that I can go and buy. Not necessary. Not at all. If you look at a company like like Rolls-Royce or Bentley, these companies, 85% of the vehicles they've ever made since the beginning of time, 85% of them are still on the road. So when a company takes the time and effort and put it into a vehicle, it's going to be an awesome vehicle and it's really going to last. Yeah, I know. My theory says capitalism sucks. Yes, I agree it does. But you should have couple options you know there's pickup trucks well there's three you need a heavy duty a medium duty or a light duty what color would you like it in why you know what motor do you want do you want this motor this motor well, this I'm, no i'm fine with options and everything that's great but we have too much selection out there and and i just let's limit it down a little. i don't like when i go into a restaurant and I open up the menu, and it's like like Boston Pizza, where there's like eighty six thousand items on the menu. I hate that. When I go into a, if you go into a nice restaurant, you open the menu, there's like five options because plus, plus a good. super salad. It's so easy to make up a mind, not my mind, a mind, anybody's mind. No, I get it. You know? I get it. How many really crappy cars are being sold? Lots. That are just really crappy cars. We know they always have been. There always will be. That's what I want to change. In, in essence, get rid of the crappy cars. Just have the good ones. 
you know? Maybe. You know, I mean, have the Volkswagen Golf and all of its splendor and optional name plates and maybe like the Honda Civic. That's all we need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all we need. There's, there's, again, back to, we, back, to, back to what we need. We actually really just need... We just really just need a 50 horsepower environmentally friendly car. All we really we don't want need, that. all we really need is love. My, you want to know what my love, first car was? Love, love, love. No, I'm not car. done. I'm not done yet. What do Back you to me. Everett. Well, no, because the what's a dream car is, and that's my fault because I left Roger's dream car out. Which at this particular moment in time, right now, I am going with him, and I am going to. So, and there's two categories of dream cars. Are you not done yet? Practical dream car and dream car, right? So my dream car is the same one that this Roger fellas is, and that would be an original AC Shelby 427 Cobra. That's that's my that was the car that changed the world. Yeah, you know, no, was- that that is what I will want. Roger would agree. Um, when it comes down to a a dream car that I could use every day. Um, I believe Roger was uh, like a Roush Mustang, right? But that makes it good. You could use it every day. It's still crazy, awesome, killer. I think I'd probably step it up and go with the Porsche, you know, something or other. I'd have to look at all the options. And I did see the 2018 Porsche 911. Oh, my God, does it have a sexy Targa top where the whole back of the car lifts off and then the target top flips down and underneath and then closes back down. The action of that machine is just very cool. cool My only problem with it is, and I will find Mr. Porsche and personally bitch slap him if it's called anything but the Targa. Oh, yeah? If it's like a spider or a semi-cabrio or... Something like that, you're idiots. That's it's a Targa, and it better say Targa on the back of that, or even on the little side on the B pillars. That's the way Porsche had it, and that's the way it should be. So I might think that car, that actual 2018 911 Targa, that would be the one I would like. I, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty awesome car. It's sweet, a lot of money, good fuel economy, drives awesome, use it all year round. You know. It's great, great. I uh, I yeah. So what's your first car, Dave? I know you're chomping at the bit here to tell no, me. I, I just, what's your first car? My first car was a '91, um, '91 '91 um, um, Mazda 929. '91 Mazda 929. You suck. By why? The way. That was a wicked car. Three because mine standard? was an '83. <laughs> That's why you <laughs> suck. Yeah. Right. I but, get that. Uh, yeah. But I had a 1991. It was a and and, and that 83 was pretty close to new when I got it. <laughs> my mine wasn't. I bought it. 99s are cool, man. I, it was a little it, bit of a tank, but it was it was a big tank, but it was real wheel drive and yeah, it was standard. Yeah, standard was, 929. I know. Oh, flip a switch. That one's weird. I, it was a weird one and real wheel drive, so it was a blast to drive. Like I learned yeah, how to do yeah. burnouts in that car. Wow. Until I drove it over a barrier. Yeah. Were you pushed up against the barrier getting it to do a burnout when you went up over it? No. <laughs> no a dog jumped out in front of me. But I'm bumped. 
a dog jumped out uh, for me, and I, I, I yeah, the I dog jumped out. It. The tree jumped into the middle of the road. Honestly, officer, and my elephant ate the homework. Yeah, that was a cool car. I love that yeah. car. That was fun. What's your favorite car? Probably one of my my S10 Blazer. Yeah. I had a little like '86 S10 Blazer. It wasn't yeah. anything cool. It had a 2.8 liter in it. But yeah. me and my dad, again, you said memories. Well, mostly my dad put an engine in it for me. Right. Uh, tranny went. We did a trans. We rebuilt the whole thing. But it was just a little like four seater. And me and my buddies, like it was slammed. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. It sweet. had a good system in it. Good stereo. So we we cruised yeah, around. Good times. Good times. Good times. Uh, every time. For a while there, the carburetor, I guess the float bowl got stuck every once in a while. So if you turn left real hard, it would just die on you. <laughs> just shut just off. Yeah. If you made it right, it sped up. It yeah, was all good. It was good. <laughs> we got that figured out. But yeah, it was a cool thing. Invention of NASCAR. The current thing I'm most of our leaders know that I have a 2000 VW GTI that I just love. Yeah. And the thing I would change right now would be, because I work on a lot of German and Volkswagen cars, yeah. those stupid wheel caps. <laughs> like not yeah. the ones that, not a hubcap. The little plastic caps yeah. that go over the wheel nuts. Yeah. That just drives yeah, me yeah. nuts. You, you look outside <laughs> the window of my truck, my center caps are not on yeah, there. These aren't even, these are like those little plastic ones little, that go like Volkswagen yeah, and yeah. Audi. They go over, like, why? Don't just make the nut look nicer. It's a pain in the butt. That's a pretty small change. Well, it's one that affects me every day. Yeah. So that's what I want. Dream car. Dream car? Again, like an practical old Practical dream car? Old, old suburban. Non-practical dream car. Yeah, old suburban. No, there's two. No, I don't want to. I don't. I yeah. I just would love an old suburban, big beast. I, I don't. I don't have a thing for Ferraris and Porsches. It and doesn't I, have to be Ferrari. Or Cobras, Porsche. like obviously, like I, you know, with the suburban. But I'd pick the suburban first. Would obviously be like an older Impala SS. You know, something with some class, older yeah. Cadillac. Mm. You know, nothing like nothing that could like, like nothing super fast or anything like that. Somehow, something tells me. That in about 25, 26 days, Uh-oh. that answer is going to change. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What did you rent us? No, it's nothing rental. I mean, you go down to Vegas and you start going into some of these shops and see the yeah. stuff that people are building and, oh, my God. You know, like I'd like to, man, count, count, you know, man, he, amazing the stuff that that guy can come up with. I'm not really a child of the 70s, but I am. Like, <laughs> you are a child of the 70s. No, I'm a child of the I mean, I was, yeah, born in 70, but that's not a child of the 70s. Child of the 70s was kind of born in like, you know, 50s, mid 60s, 60s, right? Yeah. So, um, but man, like, like the Cadillacs and stuff. I don't know if you know the Superfly Cadillac. No. No. Oh, you got to just Google search Superfly Cadillac. Folks, if you ain't ever seen a Superfly Cadillac, you ain't ever seen a Cadillac, hands down. They are awesome. But I have my plans for a Superfly Cadillac, how I want it customized, and I'm not giving any of the details out oh because it's going to be Who named that? Fly. Like, what CEO? It's Holy amazing, smoke. man. That was a production car, or come on? No, that's aftermarket. That's you got a Cadillac, you take it and get it Superfly, my man. Oh man, that is Superfly. It's pretty fly. There's Look at those headlights and that grill, and oh I'm God. not even looking at it. I see it in my mind's eye. It's awesome. I can I could picture you driving. You'd that. be going for rides in that with my furry <laughs> interior. <laughs> Ain't no thing, man. Some of them are done pretty good. But some no, of them, no. The the ones that look good are the Superfly. They're awesome. 
Right. Absolutely awesome. I can see you cruising in that bear. Yeah, man, for sure. That's you for sure. Yeah. I want to build a Superfly. I can't give any of the information out about my Superfly, but... Uh, Don't do it. One day it will be built, and people will say, look at that Sherman and that Superfly Cadillac. <laughs> I hope they do. That thing is the sinister Superfly. Come on. It's beautiful. It's, it's a neat-looking car, man. No doubt. I think they're pretty awesome. That's neat. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll probably get another uh, another show or two in before we go, and hopefully we get a bunch of stuff when we're down there, some uh, interesting people and interesting times. And Yeah, no, it's, uh, we're, gonna, we're going there with an open mind. We're going to try our best to get as many people as we can to get yeah. on the podcast. Yep. To me, Vegas is one of the, the coolest places for cars because... Uh, it's car central. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's just so many cool cars there, and uh, yep. I, I'm excited about it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yep. Right on, buddy. Right on. All right. All right, man. Well, that's well it I think that's good enough for tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, we're going to come back to you soon this weekend. Soon. soon Got a guy soon. coming in. Hopefully, we're going to get him interviewed. Yeah. He is a Chrysler guy. I'm hoping it's going to work out on Sunday for us. Uh, I, yeah. uh, we're going to put some shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Are we? Right on. Cool. All right, guys. Good Thanks for listening. Folks. Stay stupid. <laughs> wow, that one worked. That was really good. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.